0: john ryan he's jonathan prince and together we are brutally johnny's brutally johnny's big up how are Back you it's been right. a minute it, oh good what is that t-shirt you're in uh stussy i always I wear know. stussy t-shirts i should really try and get some sponsorship but i'd wear yeah, it some anyway
1: sort of east german secret police well
0: i've always said it wrong actually people in the comments have probably cussed me off it's got like a um i think it's called an epsilon or something what's it called this thing above the u here there's like two uh, dots um 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 that's it so it's supposed to be oh. pronounced stussy two brothers um one created a label named stussy the other created oh. a label named hussy so same thing with an h but yeah when oh. i was a kid um they used to do caps and it just used to say stussy across the cap uh, across the cap um and they used to be about 50 quid and when i was a kid that was like a gold bar it was like if you saw someone in the stussy hat you were like wow Wow,
1: yeah, funny that I never, um, I was never one for fashion. Clearly, look at me in my 2 pan t-shirt built with uh, exploited uh, Southeast Asian labour. Yeah, that's my favourite exploited uh, labour, if I'm honest. <laughs> I've started already. Like, You've started, I started already. Like,
0: early, well, just getting straight in. Record
1: time for me, mate.
0: Um, um, I haven't got so much to talk about this week, other than I have actually, um, thought about this. Uh, I have made another. I'm going a bit crazy, man. I'm still making sourdough bread. You're like Jesus.
1: You're making loaves. Every time I talk to you, you're making more loaves. I Once you start fishing, we're in trouble. (laughs) like, eat back.
0: Do you know what? Oh, man, I don't even know if I should do this. But a friend of mine reminded me, he watched the show, the last show, and he said the stupid songs that I make up. He reminded me of one I made up years ago. And I was a bit scared because he was like, oh, do you not remember that song? He said to me, do you not remember that song that you wrote about... (laughs) about jews and i was like no i wouldn't i wouldn't do that and he goes no it was really funny you were just trying to prove the point that you could make an inoffensive song with the word Jew in it and i was like oh no and then a few weeks later he remembered it right um okay, this doesn't cool. go well i'll cut it out don't worry uh okay he remembered it and uh, the song was the flip-flops that you're wearing remind me you are a jew eh, 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 eh. no no
1: Maybe not. i not just like to say that I wouldn't like to be associated necessarily. The lyrics uh, in that tune do not represent the view <laughs> of the, the John's backroom to um, <clears throat> <clears throat> what's
0: <throat> <throat> flops got to do with Jewish people? I don't know. I don't even know. That's why That's why it makes me smile. Remember I said to you before? It's a borderline. Isn't it? It's a borderline. It's a
1: <laughs> madness. <laughs> the- Maddest genius, maddest genius. <laughs> well,
0: well, we'll test um, that borderline now, right? Because uh, I wrote oh. m- my starter has been coming with bars, mate. You know, I did the, like, okay, the starter had yeah, some, some things before. Um, so, tune of the week is a remix, yeah. Of um, <laughs> it's a remix oh, of a the track, song? Of, a track <laughs> of a track by a guy named Rick Ross, and his track okay. is called Every Day I'm Hustling, right? But really, um, I'm hustling. Okay. Oh, you know the tune.
1: Yeah, I'm not that out of touch with like torture, <laughs> Three years ago, I should
0: have hi- I couldn't hide my surprise. Sorry, mate. Yeah, I prefer that one to the flip flop song. Ain't gonna lie. Check the bars, right? Check the bars. Here we go. it. Every day I'm bubbling. Every day I'm bubbling. Every day I'm bubbling. Every day I'm bubbling. Every day I'm bubbling, bubbling, bubble, bubbling. Every day I'm, every day I'm, every day I'm bubbling. Take equal measures of tepid water and strong flour. Every day feed me, feed me like of middle, sharp, aharas. Other yeast cultures be tripping, that's right, I'm a boss. Searching the bread off the dry yeast to use your husband's nose. Every day I'm bubbling, every day I'm bubbling. Every day I'm bubbling, every day I'm bubbling. Every day, no.
1: I feel like I'm your counsellor sometimes. (laughs) I don't feel I'm here to judge. I feel I'm just here to listen, you know, not comment, just hmm. bars. I particularly like the way you got bubbling to rhyme with. Bubbling. And then repeat it over and over. (laughs) Emphasise. I think you could have took a day off after that. After a tune like that, right? you can't. That's like when Freddie <laughs> Mercury wrote... just coming and she's shaking her head at me like you're meant exactly to. <laughs> <sighs> when Freddie Mercury wrote by him in Rhapsody, he probably felt like you do now. I'm simply a conduit.
0: I'm simply a conduit for the yeast starter, mate. Right. I can't... It's gifts. Yeah, it just channels through the starter. And um, yeah. I'm just a conduit, bruv. You set the bar with my dad's country song you wrote. Um, but I'm actually going to have to record one. that song. Uh, for those yeah. who don't know, go back to episode six um, and it goes something like, one day you're going to leave the house with Ed Colman yeah. in it, your... It's actually yeah, a it's almost like he's back in the room. It's like <laughs> he's climbed out of the coffin, out of the grave
1: recomposed, and you sitting, sitting
0: next to me. Right? On the reel this morning, right, I woke up to make bread, which is just weird enough as it is, right, but um, my missus woke up, and she was like, when I, she came in the kitchen, and I was listening to a track called Old Town Road by uh, Little Nas right. X, and um, what's his name, Billy Ray Cyrus, and yeah, I was <laughs> I was like line dancing to myself in the kitchen, but not like, like a kind of Caribbean kind of flex, you know what I mean, because it's, um, it's kind of a weekend, isn't it? So my line yep. dance included some of this. Do you know what I mean? And a bit of the waist, waist, waistline whining. So Have you, you
1: basically just, I imagine your kitchen is like Fantasia, but it's in a bucket, so what, it's just loads of bread everywhere. I <laughs> imagine if you sweep the camera around now, your front will just piled high with <laughs> loads of bread. Because that's what men do. Once we find something that we can do, uh, we do it. Like basically, back in the day, they, they used to make handheld flints. And, uh, and archaeologists have found like 3 million handheld flints all, all around the place. But at that time, the population of the planet was about 200,000. So what's happened is a man's realised, look, well, I can make something, here. Yeah? Well, look, i can make another one. <laughs> oh, look, look, I'm good at this. Look, you can do it too. Just pick up your bit of flint and go like this with it. Look, you're doing it now. <laughs> there you go. You're doing a, a loaves of bread. It's, it's an evolutionary advance.
0: A big shout out to like carnival, like all the people them that are missing out on carnival this year, or the carnival, as um, certain friends of mine would prefer for it to be called. But uh, yeah, man, carnival's not on, and I have got to just um, say, um, it's a joke for the carnival for people them. Have um, you seen them new, those new glasses that dance to soca music? Okay, no. Wine glasses, isn't it? Wine glasses. Wine glasses. Wine it's good. glasses use that. You like it? You can write a song
1: about that. Don't. No. Um, yeah, funny where do you go? When you go carnival then? Do you have, do you have a particular. I go on a
0: Sunday, mate. I don't go on a Monday. Yeah, From Paul when was I was a Ute, yeah. David's like, remember? do you remember the IRA? Vaguely. So, like, well, well know, you know, vague. of course. why would I? Why would I, please? It gets right back quickly. This is like <laughs> back in the day when the police
1: used to stop us. Dude! No. No. Uh, Ira. 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 Jamaican,
0: right? Ira. Ira Thomas. <laughs> and his sister was always very chill, and name was Irene. they said that they'd I remember there was one year they said they were going to bomb like special big events but they definitely would not bomb children's day of the carnival and they said that right so from then and even before then we only went on children's day because we used to have pram and that my little brother in the pram or when i was young i used to go since i was a ute in a pram you know um because obviously my parents being from the caribbean that was like a big part of our culture you know that they missed um and no carnival was really, sorry to all the people, them in all the other places, but no carnival really kicked it like Nine Hill for me. Um, oh, you know, uh, went to
1: St. Albans Carnival.
0: <laughs> they had uh, Ferris Will and. How do uh, you mean? I was, I was the uh, carnival prince and. Is it pr- king and queen? Or, you know what I mean? When you sit on the thing and go. Oh, you it. was the king and, a queen and the queen. Oh, no, no, I wasn't the king. Listen, mate, however <laughs> you
1: define yourself, that's your business. Like I said, I'm not here to judge, just here to listen. Just here to help you on your journey. (laughs) Moving on, we can edit that bit out. (laughs) Tony like your brother's just fainted. He's gone, (laughs) what? I knew it. That's your mum's underwear with. (laughs) 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 Yeah (laughs) yeah. yeah. starts with dressing up before you know you're making bread in the kitchen. See my jaws better, I can kiss my teeth again.
0: Okay. (laughs) tell Tell me your interesting story about St Organs Carnival. No, no, no Kettering Carnival, when I was a Ute, um we wouldn't assume... Carnival? now we're taking up a yeah, stair. I know, man. I, I
1: think know. the hierarchy is um, Rio,
0: New Orleans,
1: not in the Kettering. I think that's how it not sure about Kettering and New Orleans.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, because Kettering obviously Ketrin's like a dryer. we were the uh, first like mixed obviously I was black, she was white. May... Why is it obvious mm-hmm. that you were black? I don't know, I don't
1: understand. Do you change colour? Do you, you, darken? Know, you to see. Fruits? Do you ripen? Is this <laughs> what happens to people of colour? Tell <laughs> me, I'm a white man with white privilege. I know nothing of the black
0: community. <laughs> only, like, give money, two pounds in an envelope, to the children of Africa. Can I be a pain in the bottom and get you to move to the left by about two centimetres? Your left and my left.
1: Your left. That's away from the window.
0: Yeah. Like, oh, the right. actual seat, though. But... <laughs> <laughs> like, thank you very much. What are we trying to read on the back? No, because it will clip the corners and it will clip this side and Don't change the subject. It's all about you cross-dressing and being a queen of <laughs> So, yeah, it was really progressive, Ketrin, man. Like, obviously, from back in the day, they had a lot to oh, do yeah. with um the uh, abolition of slavery, a guy named William Nib. So on the town crest, you've I think I spoke about this before. On the town crest, mm-hmm. you've got Queen Victoria pointing one way at, at this slave at the crest, and then you've got the slave pointing at the crest, and his shackles are broken. So William Nib had a lot to do with um the abolition of slavery. And um, yeah, we would have first like, black, white, May, King and Queen.
1: Like well, back
0: in, I think it must have been like, I don't know, 93 or something like that. 91. I'm old anyway. That's for all the people. You know,
1: that's a nice, that's a, you know, the thing that always fascinates me when they talk about slave abolitionists, like they were good people, is that we mustn't forget that if there hadn't been slavery, they would never have had to have abolished it. You with mm-hmm. me? So, they weren't just suddenly moved and inspired to kind of wake up and make life better for people. They were living in times when nastiness was going on. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of the time they did it not because of a goodness of their hearts towards people of colour, but because, you know what, they couldn't compete economically with places that were using slave labour.
0: Well, this is the whole thing with it's, just, it's a strange subject to get to, but some of the stuff I learned with regards to the American Civil War and her, the Declaration of Emancipation, um, I think Abraham Lincoln said himself. I know Abraham Lincoln said himself it was quoted um, if he could win if he felt he could win the civil war and uh, not free one slave then he would but ultimately the south's power in having that slave labour made them unable to be unable to compete with them like money wise and when they were going to take over the west they had to make it that it was about people who were basically they had to try and abolish slavery to level the playing field right money money wise So. yeah
1: that's it but that's the thing with carnival, night mail carnival. I used to be the um, officer in charge with uh, my day job, and very often I would work Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, carnival weekend, double time and a day off, and get to go to carnival. Um, and I've people didn't want to do it because they just thought it's just too much hassle.
0: What kind of officer?
1: I, was, uh, I worked for the council, so uh-huh. um, housing department would. Over that weekend, right. social services, they would need a point of contact. They'll come into our office. Right, right, right. And then right. I'll just go to carnival. And then people would <laughs> ring me. I'm like, you I my phone? You <laughs> always used to get people ring up with stupidness, though, right? They'd ring up and go, hello, I've just bought a property uh, off uh, Labrick Grove and I can't get my vehicle into the area. I'm like, yeah, there's carnival going on. Do you not, do you not read the papers? <laughs> like, well, that would eventually you me. Know, there are some people in my front yard using it like a toilet um
0: yeah that's yeah that's what happens really yeah, if you live on so, carnival um, route, you need to get all your stuff in and be ready like i think the best ones are when you see people selling stuff like even yeah. like access to their toilet or like yeah. beers do you know what i mean or whatever of water. bottles of water was yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but well, there's loads about carnival that i used to
1: just used to fascinate me you know and um so my so my kids used to come with us and then their friends started coming with them and then they'd have like friends from university who were from like a, a village in like Wales or whatever, who had heard all this stuff about going to go there and get um, raped by black men and then they would go there and think, This is fantastic. And the whole thing about carnival is they always concentrate on the crime part of it, but never the fact that if you get five million people in that space for that length of time and how little crime you have, compared to football hooligans, What did them use there? What harm do they
0: do? I love it, like, on the Tuesday after Carnival Monday, I'm always, like, waking up going, how did the policemen skank with the crowd? Because there's always one who's like, do you know what, yeah? I love reggae music, and I love Calypso, so I'm just going to (laughs) dance. And they start skanking to get on television. I love
1: We, one year, decided on the way back to... um, Because when Carnival finished, we would go to a friend's family's house and um, just drink and carry on. Uh, And on the way back... From Labrador Grove, right over Goldhawk, um, we shook hands with every that we met. And they'd be like, oh, thanks. But it was loads of us. And it was just hilarious. Just find him, go, good shirt around. Thank you, officer. Really good, Daniel. Like, ooh, what? <laughs> it was good there. Good but people forget why, why Carnival started as well with the murder of uh, Kelso Cochran.
0: Oh, who, I didn't know this. Carry on. Yeah, he got murdered. And it was all about that
1: fear that the white community had towards the black immigrants. Um, and there's a really good book called White Riot about how it's rumoured that London Transport during um, I think, 58, 59, laid on extra buses so that more white people could go to Notting Hill to join the white riots. Um, it's, quite, it's, it's a sad thing that people now don't see how that carnival's there to you know, to be a celebration of multiculturalism rather than, you know, like, it's just for black people. They just decide to carnival. They want to show the white community. You know what? There's nothing to fear here. We can all live together. And all those people that lived around Notting Hill back in the 50s and 60s, what well, they went through it was appalling. But, you know, it's just another one of things that people forget why these things start, and that was what, back in the 50s.
0: What you talked today is very interesting because um, there was a painting by a person named uh, Kari May Weems. And this piece is a picture of, um, of a black lady looking into a mirror with one hand on her face and one hand holding the mirror and it's entitled i looked and looked and failed to see what so terrified you um and it was taken in louisiana similar to what you were talking about there with the carnival an effort for people to show that we're all the same and there's no need to be fearing something that you don't know because let's have a celebration to show our culture do you know what I mean our differences make us yeah, 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 make yeah. us strong i know of that particular piece because a friend of mine named erica demon um That's Erica, D-E-E-M-A-N, whom I met back in 2016, asked me to sit for them for a photo. And I didn't know at the time, but she'd been inspired by this. I looked and looked and vowed to see what so terrified you and um, took a picture of me. And the picture a week ago was printed in the New York Times. So, like, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Just to think, you like a celebrity let... no it just shows that doesn't it you know, you just get you're getting out there mate you're getting out and about the fame is worldwide well it's funny man some moments are um lost in the ether right and you just you have them yeah. and you hold on to them because you know they happened you don't need to go running telling people about them weird we live in a world now where it feels like something isn't valid unless it's posted about on facebook or some sort of media i've always felt yeah. there's a place in my life at least my life for privacy right I wear my heart on my sleeve, but I don't tell everyone everything that I do. Um, but that was a moment that touched me, and I never really could explain it to anybody. And then now it's in the New York Times for everyone to see. I'll put the link in the um, thing below. In the box um, below. Yeah, in the box below, and yeah, everyone can like basically understand what the moment was. It's like a shared moment. So yeah, brilliant. Well, happy, buzzing.
1: Nice, and it's all like because this weekend should be a big weekend. It should be. We should be celebrating.
0: Like I say, 90 on that. Did you ever see the film Absolute Beginners? I didn't. When you say that's, "Have you that's... ever seen the film?" Generally, I'm gonna say I didn't. I haven't really got the attention span for films.
1: Uh, I would have said, have you, "Would you have you read the book?" But uh, then I thought maybe, or if you ever heard would... David Bowie's song "Absolute Beginners," it's all about that 1958, 1959, 1959 riot. Right. And uh, what's interesting is that this weekend, so the right, the, the the festival, the carnival, was about showing people like come on we can all live together right and then you fast forward 51 years and you've got their britain first people going around in hostels immigrant hostels um abusing people who've come here as illegal immigrants but you can't be an illegal immigrant you can be a refugee and it just to me it's like 50 years later what we how we moved on from 1950 i'm sure it's 59 but there was mobs of hundreds hundreds of um white British people, roaming the streets of Notting Hill looking for black men to beat up. And now 51 years later, we've got little groups of Britain first people walking around bail hostels, not bail hostels, immigration hostels, looking for um, refugees to abuse. What's changed in 50 years? It's crazy. But that's just, you know, how do we learn? How do we move on? When we, we go, uh, Grenada Corner, which is, um, I can't remember where it is now. Just around from Powys Square. And um, it's funny how each, you know, each island had their own little corners and areas to congregate on. And it was just uh, every year we would go, and then when we went to Grenada, uh, my whole, you know, as a family group last year we all went as well. It was funny then for the young people that came with us to see the link between standing in a rainy street, in not in August, <laughs> yeah. with being on a beach in Grenada, and thinking, the amount of conversations we had when we was there with some of the mixed race kids that came with us, we're going. But why did Granddad leave here? I'm like, well, maybe just sat on the beach one day, thinking, yeah, I'm fed up with the sunshine, blue skies, calm water, fresh food. I want to go get shat out by white people in a cold, rundown. That's where we forget where you know these where our community
0: start with people who came here. And that's why I was pre- I was really disturbed by that pretty first thing that I saw. It's a big thing that you say there as well though, like our community, man, like there's a lot of talk at the moment with regards to uh different things that have happened in the past that people may or may not be ashamed about right some people just take literal like they're like well someone said that we someone's got an opinion about something that happened in the past i'm just going to say it there's a thing talking about rural britannia at the moment and whether we should we should have it on uh the proms right and mainly because um i think it says britain never 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 shall be slaves right and there's people have got umbrage with that on the one side because it's talking about slavery on the other side um because it's representing uh a time when we were when britain was great and like that's how we were and so on you shouldn't stop singing that song i think really that the debate is healthy people have it as such a thing at the moment where like um even to talk about it is kind of rude or causing like negative energy but i think the debate is healthy at the time when that song was written yeah people need to realize at the time when that song was written and used in the way that it is to celebrate whatever it celebrated right it was new and before that it didn't exist right it didn't exist so some people decided to build of something of what they felt at that time and decided to display that and have it as a song that we all know now in the history so as people now we have the same right to build of our own lives to discuss and debate it and say oh does that still represent who we are do we still want to show that out there outwardly but i don't think it's the one to completely hide it it is part of the history of what's happened but i also think there should be a voice of i mean i've been a bit surprised some people are like well we're still like that and that's still me fine bruv that's still you but is that the whole populace if the whole populace doesn't feel like that and they feel say oh well now we want to sing another song made by Stormzy or made by um, Ella Air or whoever, you know what I mean, Adele, then people should talk about it and decide to sing the Adele song if they want to sing the Adele song. You get me? Because then people back then, before yeah, the Royal yeah, Britannia, yeah, yeah. they didn't have a song or whatever song they had. We don't know about it. Do you know what I mean? I just think that,
1: look, mate, I was on a cruise ship once and we sang sailing out of Jamaica Those playing Royal Britannia without like a hint of irony. And that's the whole thing. Britain's never, never shall be slaves. We'll never be secondary. We'll never be subservient to anyone else. We are stronger. We are greater. We are more powerful. At that time there was, mate. That's a fact. We can't change that. There was. And last time the problems, how many people actually watch it can get fussed about it? Get more fussed about the fact that we've become such an intolerant nation that now we're looking all the time to to divide ourselves. I'm you gonna know, take like they want to pull down statues of seventeenth century slaves, slavers. Okay, that's good. But what about their descendants who are still sitting in the House of Lords? Well, why don't you mind about what's going on today in 2020? I think with all this stuff, yeah, let them play Royal Britannia. Let them feel guilty and feel bad and show that as a nation, Britain has moved on from that proud imperial past. To people that kind of go, actually, you know what, we, we are responsible for a lot of bad things.
0: But what in the same, some people think, no, nah, that, song, that song represents me 100% if you want that song to represent you represent you 100% cool but people should be allowed to debate about it and if so as such <laughs> I don't want to say it like this but like if so as such 51% vote yeah we want the Adele song the Adele song's coming true bruv we don't know no lie resonating vibes ain't feeling good everything we don't know no lie Oh, to do again? no mate I was just trying to like ease you in right ease you in so what happened there oh, there's like your phone rang mate. and you left me mate. you left me so the guy was meant to
1: come quarter past one and deliver some tiles um and he just turned up early there's meant to be two of them come deliver but he come on his own the guy's about 90 and I've got 29 boxes <laughs> of tiles 180 kilos of paste adhesive I was like, oh man! And then I needed to make space to put it all right. So my hallway at the moment it's like three plasterboards that are you want feet or meters. Uh, do both. Let's test. So it about out. eight, eight, eight foot by four foot.
0: And what's meters? Meters about two point six by one point six. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Before so you carry on? All this stuff is for what? Because some people might not. say in the earlier episodes. What are you doing? Why have you got all this? Stuff? I didn't even use, use using this.
1: <laughs> so i am um, uh oh, sorry do you, to, do you want me to cancel this do you want me to... <laughs> well i'm making a bar from me you know you know i'm doing that. so yeah right. that's that's well i'll pass my time right so I, I get up. good good i'm making bread but oh, anyway, you, anyway, so the hold on is
0: hold like, on I'm hold on, hold on. no one knows i'm actually making bread though i've talked about it the starters come with a few bars but check it out yeah look so that you realise, no, no pictures, mate. This is the actual bread I baked this morning, oh, in there. aerated. Oh.
1: Like, There's a lot of holes in that. Put, I'm is dropping like whole... seeds
0: on my laptop, which is kind of making me worry. But yeah, seeds and stuff. Dropping um, seed on your laptop again? She's gonna wonder what you're watching. That's disgusting. You're so wrong. I'm <laughs> so nothing. wrong. <laughs> it's you and your dark mind, man. Your my dark places. So I'm now trying to get the seeds off my things. That's disgusting. Don't think like
1: that. <laughs> so what are you saying? Um what do you think about this colon cancer thing, mum?
0: So you got you can't put it in like that, man, you're gonna have to like cut it in different to that. Today news come out that yeah. Chadwick Bosman um died uh of cancer, colon cancer, aged forty three. Woo! Um Yikes. Yeah, like properly young, so rest in peace his soul and um be with hope thoughts are with all of his family and that condolences is thoughts of all his family and stuff but what I wanted to say was if like the world's most um, influential and powerful fantasy character from like the Marvel, he was um, Black Panther, that's who this guy was so um, if he can be here in real life in reality yes. with like colon cancer then I believe all black men need to see that and go get your body checked, like straight up Get your batty checked. Get your batty checked. Get your that batty really, checked. Seriously. Your... If it can take down Black Panther, it could take down you. You know what I'm saying? It's difficult. He got diagnosed, what's it, 2016? Right. Um, colon cancer. It's,
1: it's very common. Very common cancer. As you know, um, back in the day when we had work, <laughs> uh, I used to do uh, mental health. You said make most of my living doing mental health talks um in theaters art centers workspaces prisons army bases and it's always interesting when you start talking about cancer people go um but one in two people born after 1960 is going to get cancer half of us that's how common it is it's that common but we don't talk about it like now we're not talking about it
0: no sorry the, the, kettle just start, the kettle just started boiling, and I just, I just kind of gave a look. But then, oh, my lovely
1: Is lady, it bubbling, you know, bubble,
0: bubble, 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 bubbling? <laughs> See that song's in your head I, now, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> no, but the
1: thing about um, cancer is people don't have to talk about it, and they don't know to say to people who've got cancer. So, back in the box below, we put a link to the I think a poem with the Royal Castle Lung Cancer Foundation about how to speak to someone with cancer, which is quite good. I, as thought, you
0: know, and I recommend oh, that people watch that because I, I thought yeah. that was—I actually rate that. I rate that a lot.
1: It's good work. My missus, she's she's had cancer a couple of times. Um, she's tough, man. She's tough.
0: But see, I can say that because
1: uh, she's had cancer. That's that's the language she uses around it. But sometimes people get a bit upset and they think, Oh, you shouldn't be talking about people like that. You know? Um, she's been on life support four times, man. That girl loves a knife. So again, yeah. it's funny. But people go, who oh, should be talking about your missus like that? Uh, but <laughs> don't panic. That, let's just stop panic. Let's hold it down. Don't panic. She's been on life support four times. Um, but she's got Boopa, so if she dies I'll get a replacement
0: so <laughs> it's just humour you can be humorous about anything you see I like to see. talk about it I about it let me just stray from that a second it, I was thinking to myself earlier on today from uh, Black Panther passing that like it took for black people having a voice within the fantasy Marvel world yeah allowed people to see, pe- see us more in the reality world yeah
1: yeah and in reality world black people die from cancer in their 40s and their 30s and their teens. Mm-hmm. Um, people are people are people. It's hard. When I did my um, first health project, mental health project, I did some research and I went around the UK meeting up with groups of guys to try to, because people have funded it, wanted to make sure that it was a universal concept. So we've done some workshops in groups in a Jewish centre, an Islamic centre, gay and lesbian centre, Afro-Caribbean centre, an Irish centre, a white working men's club. And the interesting thing, People I met were pretty much all the same. The thing was that being a man made you more likely to be stupid than you know your ethnicity or religion. Mm-hmm. And I met this guy who, um, he had blood coming out of his rectum. And he was quite honest about it, quite a good about it. And I said, um, so what did you do? He said, well, after like a week or two, I went to the doctors and the doctor said that he wanted to examine me. And I said, okay, um, are you all right with that? He said, no. I uh, said t- to the doctor, Ain't no man putting his finger on my batty. I'm like, okay, that's good. If it could save your life, you still wouldn't do it. He's like, nah, man. Um, and the doctor said to him, Would you prefer if I've got a nurse? Would you like to maybe come back with someone, like a, a relative or a, or a friend? So when he went to um, his next appointment with a nurse, he thought he'd ring his brother up, right? He's got a twin brother that he'd never spoken to about it. And he said to his twin brother, um, Have you ever had a woman put a finger up your batty hole? Right? rather than I'm um, getting an examination by a nurse, mm-hmm. he just thought he would put it out. And his brother went, yeah, and uh, it's, it's all right. Um, so anyway, he had the examination, and it turned out the reason he had blood coming out of his anus was because he was severely constipated, and he had just tore himself a new one, straining. <laughs> right? Now, for that whole month, the guy thought he's had, he had cancer, he was going to die, end of the world, blah, 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 blah. turned out he just ate too much bread. So I said to him, did you learn anything from that whole experience? And he said, yeah, sometimes uh, if a woman puts a finger up your batty, it ain't painful. Went, okay, there you go. That was the learning. The one thing you learned from that wasn't about going to doctors when you got symptoms. Wasn't about mm-hmm. check your stool. Before you flush, you should always have a little look down there. I know people think it's disgusting, but always have a little look. When journalists want to get a scoop I just, the only really thing I find really disgusting rubbish. about that
0: is the chronology of the statement. Before you flush, you should have a look. Because if you look before you flush, you've already wiped, hadn't it? And then you've got just looking at paper, bruv. So for me, the chronology should be you oh. should look after you plop. <laughs> before no, you, you wipe. No, no <laughs> yeah, you, you need to, you you wipe. wipe anyway. You should got your yotta thing in, in your... lotter. the lotter. I haven't tried it. I was thinking... tried it. Now I've shown the bread. Everything I've shown is like real, isn't it? So maybe I need to try the lotter and come back. Try it, mate. But look, seriously... Look down the toilet before you flush, right? If it's floating, you've got too much fibre. If it's too much near the
1: bottom, not enough fibre. If it's dark, um, have you been drinking red wine, have you eaten beetroot, things like that? Um, if it's sticky, you've got too much alcohol. Your poo gives clues, mate. But we don't talk about poo. We talk shit, but we don't talk about our shit. Yeah, the poo clues. That's like causing that. people to, to to pass me, you know? So um, let's call him Black Panther. Poo clues? Right? Uh, and like you said, he made... He, he raised the profile um, yep. of uh, black superheroes with Marvel and that. But also, from his passing, hopefully other people can benefit and learn, you know. You're looking at anything that changing your poo, too much constipation, diarrhea, blood, pains, cramps, gas, anything in your bowel. If you feel tired, you start losing loads of weight, a combination of them symptoms, your body will always tell you when there's something wrong. But people just don't
0: listen. For real, for real. Well, hopefully people will listen to this.
1: Yeah, and then if you do meet someone who's got cancer, who's going through it, don't treat them like they're just, like, brave. Or don't tell them, never tell someone cancer they're brave, man, because they ain't no choice. They don't choose to go, come on, I'm going to have cancer, and i will be brave and fight it. Braver is a choice. They're just stuck with it, and they just got to get on with it. And it's what you can do to help them. Mm-hmm. This guy made films, didn't he? Diagnosed in 2016, still made a lot of films. Just
0: incredible man yeah for real i do hope that many people will see that and actually think you know what? i'm gonna go get checked out i for one am gonna go get checked out i have been checked out a couple of years ago it was a it was an awkward experience so i'm not going to talk about it here but um why not do that <laughs> relax, okay. relax, bubble, bubble. all right all right so the, the lyric was relax and and the lyric back was i am relaxed and then that continued for about 20 minutes <laughs> i felt like i felt like Anyway, but I'll leave it there. But that that was the, no, the, the going it, memory. You in that that. Listen,
1: I've got an arse like a Venus flytrap. You come near that thing, it's like, <laughs> the locks <down. laughs> The locks up, right? So I, I had to go and have a, an internal. I had to go and have that, man. And it, was, it wasn't it was pleasant, but you know what? The problem is that women, they have invasive treatments all the time. They just crack on, get on with it. So mm-hmm. when I went with my missus when she got um, a checkup diagnosis, prior to surgery. I remember going to the um, hospital with her and we are in the waiting room and the doc- doctors asked her a few questions. He goes, if you want to just come lie on the couch. She lies on the couch and then pulls the curtains. Then I hear him go to her, if you want to just take off your trousers and your underwear. Then I hear that going on. I'm like, wait, I don't have to take as a harvester for that kind of thing. But <laughs> like, you see, it's just humour. But like, she did it. There was no kind of like anxiety or nervousness. That's um, it.
0: But men were like, my buddy is my temple. No, I'm going to touch it or look at it. Well, uh, for real, man, the Black Panther thing made me think, yep, you need to go get checked. It must have been about three years ago, and I was all good, but I'm going to go get checked out.
1: Yeah, you should do. And for black men over 40, you get your prostate checked. Is
0: that not the same thing?
1: No, your prostate and your bowel and your colon,
0: two different things. Oh, well, it's the prostate thing that I did before.
1: So your prostate (laughs) is like, think about the service station on a motorway. You get your tray, and you put your meal on the tray, Well, your prostate is where it all comes together. So you get your water and your it makes a semen basically an easy one. So you should be ejaculating twenty-one times a month minimum, right? Now you're already going. (laughs) Twenty-one times a month you should ejaculate because it keeps it running. It's like a boiler, right? If you don't use the boiler all year, then come winter, switch it on, it don't work. All the sediments settled at the bottom. You've got to keep that boiler ticking over during the summer. Test it every now and again.
0: I like I like yeah, that analogy. Yeah. You're going to say something about wind con- Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Wisconsin? Yeah. What do you mean this dude, This little boy who's going to shoot him. So I don't know what you're talking about. I don't actually know what you're talking He's about. He's 17,
1: 17 year old white boy. He's gone to defend my property, y'all. He's gone into Wisconsin uh, with um, like not even a handgun. It's like an AK-47 or something, and he shot three people. Um, on the film, and. They've raised over $100,000 to um, pay his legal fees, just different various groups around the USA. It's just bizarre, mate.
0: I would have to go and research this and come back to you on the next one because I feel like that has a whole load of murky sound about it. That sounds like what? That does, none of that, what you just said to me, I understood it, but none of it made sense. <laughs> but this is where we always come back to this
1: thing, right, where what, this is what I don't understand. When people talk about, like, I ain't no touchy-fooly liberal. I think we've clearly established that over the years that we've known each other. But even I would go, look, come on, right? If my son steals a car and they just make him sit on a, sit on a wall while they check him out, or if your son steals a car and they beat him to death, you go, why is your son being treated different to my son? Let's look at it. Is it a different car? Is it a different street? Is he wearing different clothing? Mm-hmm. But, you know, the same day, I think, that that man got shot seven times getting into his car, it was the same day that this boy shot for and it's just, America is just a, a different world. Right?
0: Yeah, it's difficult for me to even think about it, especially just getting that cold. But, like, even, like, obviously we don't, in England, there are guns about, but, like, I'm sure there's guns about, but we don't, like, I can't go to the shop and buy a gun. So it's a completely different thing for me to even think of yeah, that. You know, somebody, you know we could get one You
1: know we can get
0: one. <laughs> I think you're expressing you're unconscious bias.
1: You're a street man, but you're, like, down with a crew and that. You're, like, a homie. and You, like, chat. <laughs>
0: spit lyrics and that stuff. Which automatically gives me a pass to knowing where all of the guns are.
1: <laughs> That's why we're
0: friends in case I ever need backup.
1: i like, I need backup. Get down here, man. I'll be strapped, man. Bring your piece. You'll be like, I'm baking bread. I'll be... Uh, it's, it'll be done in 40 minutes. <laughs> but guns are not legal in this country for good reason, because let's be honest, and everybody watching and listens to this will agree, right, if guns were legal, for one hour tomorrow, just for one hour, you could already, right? You could you can shoot twelve people legally, shoot them dead. Already you're thinking, How am I gonna cut it down to twelve people? <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny, I don't know if you've ever been anywhere but someone has pulled a gun out. How people react is hilarious. Cause in the telly, like, yeah, come on, let's shoot me, shoot me. Doesn't work like that. Everyone screams and runs and throws people towards <laughs> the gunman behind them. <laughs> Yeah, come on. Hey, skinny. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm going to put my finger in it. No, That does not work.
0: Oh, no. hey, come! Wow. Wow. No, man, oh, I can't. France. I don't really get the whole gun thing, but. In St. Albans, we don't have that problem.
1: <laughs> and just the other day, there's was, there was only one avocado left. Wanted... <laughs> 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 He's such an
0: idiot. Because um, <laughs> it's true. That hurts, man. That hurts. I didn't even get that avocado. Yeah, what about what about COVID? Obviously, for people out there, it's still going on.
1: Well, that's hilarious as well. That's making me laugh. This whole mask thing. People going, oh, you can't wear a mask because that's Big Brother telling you what to do. And what they want to do is you're wearing a mask so they can test the, the gate recognition when you walk, so they can then don't even have to see your face anymore to lock you up. They can just see the way you walk and the computer algorithms. Then the next thing you know is going to happen. We're all going to get injected with Bill Gates' vaccine which is going to have, like, mercury in it, right? And then when the aliens come, they
0: are going to have big magnets and suck us out of the ground. It's like, oh, my days, man. And that is this week's Conspiracy of the Week. <laughs> Wear the mask.
1: Come on. You wear the mask when you go out. Because you're tagging order. Or
0: you're pretending it's some kind of health thing. <laughs> I've, I've I've worn the mask when I've been out, man. I I was more comfortable wearing the mask before I was told to wear the mask, if I'm honest. I just don't like the dehumanisation because I'm a very like visual like not visual, like I'm I've got lots of facial expressions so I'm like a nod at someone or smile or like I can't wink, that's one thing I don't do. Um 'cause I Oh I mate. So you close both eyes. Uh if I was to wink then that would be that'd be what happened. Or it would take ages like about 15 minutes. No, it's not long enough left in the show for me to bang out a wink.
1: Um, do you think we should have um, a fundraiser for you for just £2 a month? Jonathan can learn to wink.
0: <laughs> no, because I couldn't. Jonathan walks
1: to the bread shop every day for £2 on the way. you can't wink. <laughs> for just £2 a month. Say... <laughs> Jonathan can become a winker.
0: No, no, it wouldn't work because I can't do it. Eat out to dine in. I reckon that's been all right. I don't know what you think about it. I've been out oh, once. Oh, mate, we've got, we got...
1: Man went to this restaurant the other day. He had to dine out seventy-five quid for two of us. I'm like, what, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> she went into a nice restaurant. Now we never normally come out. I'm like, yeah, I'm my grocery go for the month seventy-five yeah, pounds.
0: Yeah, but it would have been ninety-five pound if you hadn't gone and done the thing. It would have been nothing because I wouldn't go there. <laughs> never go there, mate. Get yourself there with a the spoon. One pound nineteen for breakfast. Do you know what? You did say. Um, you asked me what the best decade was for music and it's Bank Holiday weekend this weekend I said about Carnival in part one and people can write in the box in the comments what the
1: best decade for music was
0: yeah I mean I would go as far to say it definitely isn't now and the only reason why I would say that is because on the radio the other day um, about eight songs in a row had that like that like the weird voice need a weird yeah. electronic voice, so where someone speaks and you go like auto tune, auto tune, sit there, have a think. And if you do think it is this decade, then like back it and it just write it in the comments and back yeah, it. Yeah, right, so that's right. why you feel that. it's that's fine. why it's
1: European uh, valid. I can agree with you about this, this decade
0: or the 1920s. I could see you in some spats and a hat and like the white and the black. Never happens I've been a prison usual because you can shoot people then. I'll be a pinky blinder. Right, we're gonna go and rob the bank. <laughs> Jokes. Right, mate. I think this is so, a good place to stop for this show. Stop. So um he's John Ryan. He is Jonathan the Breadman Prince. <laughs>
1: Could you imagine man.
0: how bad that would be if you were a boxer? <laughs> and it was like, Shut down the bread man, the bread
1: prince. Bread
0: man prince." But <laughs> once I punch you, you ain't gonna rise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no! I'm a bit of a dough reference there. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Ah, oh, I'm it that can't just come with automatic pun. Where's, where's Darren Walsh when you need him? Gift. Actually, yeah, I'm gonna tag him, or at least say Darren Walsh has a thing at um like a comedy. Um, little set. I'm not going to ruin it by showing what it is, but it's COVID related. So check out Darren Walsh. Um, I'll put the link in the bottom. Made me laugh a lot. Yeah. Right. Do big that. up. We are brutally honest. brutally man. And See you I'll soon. See you soon. Are you doing your little thing? that you doing
1: all that?